0: Welcome to Let's Talk About the L Word. My name is Lindsay Adams. I'm a chartered financial planner with Quadrant Financial Associates Limited in Barry. I'm an AR of Tavistock Partnership Limited. Hi, my name's Lisa Fletcher.
1: I'm with BPR Protect, who are appointed representatives of the Mortgage Advice Bureau. I've been in the financial services industry for 21 years. I live in Barry, by Gav and Stacey's house with my teenagers and I'm passionate about helping people buy their homes. And I'm Lucy
2: Gulwell, the founder and creator of Creating Mortgage Solutions. I'm also a representative of the whole of market with 17 years experience within the financial industry. And me too, I'm born and bred from Barry.
0: This collaboration came about because I was sat in my office back in the autumn reading through Facebook about several young adults that have sadly passed away. All of them were using GoFundMe to raise money for the families that were left. Barry, as a community, as usual, really stepped up to the mark and assisted these people. But I just felt it was so sad that all of this money was raised and it would never be enough to support all of these families. So I reached out to both Lisa and Lucy to see if we could actually... Promote some awareness as to the benefits of using life cover to protect people's families.
2: And on this edition of Let's Talk About the L Word, we have Martine Adams. Martine is going to tell her story of her receiving GoFundMe campaign and also the support that she received from the local community. So, Martine, tell me what happened. Four years ago
3: I was diagnosed with um, an incurable cancer. Um, it was all very quick, um, we didn't have any answers, as far as we were concerned the next six months of my life was in limbo basically um, and I didn't have life insurance, I, my husband didn't have life insurance. Um, we only had one wage coming in, but then my husband was obviously uh, not going to be working anymore, so we were just panicking about that in, in the back of our minds, realistically, and then a friend of, uh, of ours decided to make a go me for
0: us. Obviously, you had the, the, this terrible diagnosis. Mm. That obviously took over everything else, and then you both sat down and thought, what are we going to do for money?
3: We did. But to ourselves, no yeah. one knew. Our, no one knew our struggle. So it was actually a friend of ours who, who did the GoFundMe for us. Okay. Thankfully and okay. luckily, um, we didn't know much about it. Um, so, to be honest.
0: So why at the time didn't you have any life cover? My husband had <coughs>
3: cancer when he was a child, and he was so he was two and a half when he had cancer. And at the time that I was diagnosed, I was twenty eight, and he was. 30, and um, he was still under the care of oncology through all of his life, which meant he couldn't get life insurance because he was still under medical care, not the life insurance that we would have needed anyway. Um, Stupidly, I just thought, I'm going to wait. We knew he was going to be discharged very soon. Let's get life insurance together, we thought. Um, I didn't have a full-time job. We just thought it, it wouldn't affect us. And then as soon as my investigation started, he got discharged. I was already under investigation, which meant I wouldn't have qualified then for life insurance as well, so. Um,
2: Martin, have you got a mortgage? Yes. And when you took out that mortgage, was any protection discussed at all? It was discussed, but
3: again, Scott was still under medical care. Okay. um, And it was always, you know, it's not gonna be long He's gonna be discharged. Another thing is when my husband was discharged from the hospital, he was diagnosed with a heart condition. So either way,
0: you he our was, life yeah. insurance
3: was compromised somewhat.
0: Yeah. Um, and
2: even though that you weren't under any investigation, I know you said that you wanted mm-hmm. that joint element. Did was there did anyone tell you that you could get a policy on your own and it didn't have to be a joint policy? They,
3: they did. Um, I suppose, if I'm honest, it was me being naive and thinking I knew better. If I'm honest, yeah. and just thinking, oh, it'd be fine. You know, we'll just. I just want to do it together. Yeah.
2: Um, and what would? What was your main objectives then at that point? Was it just more of wait until the investigation, or was it like cost?
3: no it, no to be honest it wasn't well no it, no it probably was cost at one point because we were on a significantly lower wage um and i'm talking about 10 years ago now that that this was um that that was being talked about way uh cost um but it was just doing it together one payment going out um little ocd things that really shouldn't have gone (laughs) through my head but it was that it was quite simple and stupid the reasons if i'm honest when i look back on it now
0: you had you had obviously you know the situation your friend mentioned about doing gofundme Mm -hmm. what was your experience up at that point of gofundme did you know anything about it or
3: i didn't know know much about it at all it was all in my friend's name um she sorted it out she wrote you know she asked me some information, and she wrote um, a paragraph of everything that was going on, and within the first 10 hours, I literally think we, we raised about £10,000 oh, from wow. our Amazing. local community and beyond. Yeah, um, It was so quick that, like, there are people that follow the GoFundMe pages, so we people reached out to us because it was so fast. Um, and then, I took it over then into my name because then the money was would be released. But there's a there's a time as well. I think it's got to be, I, I want to say something like a week before the money can be released to you when it gets released in segments, okay. or it did, and GoFundMe take a percentage because it's yeah. just like it's a company. It's a business. Yeah, so they have to make money, um, which at the time, I'm sure my friend didn't even think of that or... Um, or we we certainly didn't know anything about it. And how much
2: did you raise
3: online? We raised around twenty two thousand um. pounds.
2: Obviously, it's a lot of money. Mm. But would you say that what impact would that have on yourselves if either of you?
3: I mean, we took it as it was we are so thankful to people but we took it as that was a year's wage yeah. my husband was out of work for four months i couldn't work so we just used it as a monthly income yeah. um to spread about a year i think is what that served us including the money that was raised locally not um on goFundMe that's what we used the money for um you know, at the time, I think I should have paid my mortgage off. I should have done all of these things, but we just lived in the now.
2: Um, yeah. And that's it. It's like you haven't got that backup of of insurance in place. Mm-hmm. So that money was to fund your your lifestyle, basically. Exactly. Covering the mortgage, covering any spoiling exp- the kids. Yeah, expenses. When I look back,
3: I I don't really know what I spent it on. If I if I there was useful. Yeah. Um, well, if you
0: had no, if you had no, if you were both at home when you were wrapped up in your care and everything else, then it's going to be used to get you through the week, isn't it? And you that's know? what it did. In the, exactly. It it's not kids. as if you spent it frivolously, it literally just kept you
3: afloat, afloat until made you could go back feel to it. financially that we didn't have yeah. any burdens
0: yeah. Yeah. and that he wasn't in work.
1: If you could go back to when you were taking out the mortgage and having that conversation mm-hmm. with your mortgage advisor. Do you think what would be the difference between you wanting to take it, or I suppose what would your advice be to other people who might be in that situation who think they can't afford it?
3: I mean, if if I could go back knowing what I know now, which is a, unfortunately how I would have to see it, um, 100% I would take it on my own, because now I've got the worry, even now at this point, that... Um, You know, we've decided that it's not wise to have any more children because I don't want to leave my husband with a mortgage. I don't want to leave him with two, possibly three children. Whereas if I had life insurance, well, I'd know that I haven't got half of those worries because the mortgage would have been paid for. He could have possibly got a job that was closer to home because we're so used to our lifestyle as well that he couldn't afford to take a pay cut, couldn't afford to get a different job because we needed the job that he had to bring in the income that we had whereas if I'd had life insurance at least my mortgage would more than likely have been paid off knowing the mortgage I had at the time especially
0: yeah.
3: if that makes sense yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: so what your, your, your advice obviously you, you're promoting life cover you yes you, 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 abs- you know you've been very very um, vocal on all the social media platforms about it and so your advice to everybody is to look at taking that life- don't
3: wait Don't wait as well, because you don't know what
1: the next hour will bring, you know. We would like to thank Martine for coming on and sharing her incredible story with us. Martine, we wish you all the best. You've been listening to Let's Talk About The L Word. If you'd like more information or to continue the conversation, please get in touch. You'll find our contact details in the description of this podcast, where you can also find out about how we're supporting the local food bank through this podcast. For insurance business, we offer products from a choice of insurers. Your home may be repossessed if you don't keep with payments on your mortgage. There may be a fee for mortgage advice. The actual amount you pay will depend upon your circumstances. The fee is up to 1%, but a typical fee is 0.3% of the amount borrowed.